Hey everyone, we know a lot of people are going through tough times right now as we push through this pandemic. As musicians and wedding professionals, this has been a tough time for everybody in the industry, and we look forward to a day in the very near future when we can safely party in larger groups again. But until then, let's continue to look out for each other and keep each other safe. We hope this episode will help you reminisce about past dance parties, as well as get you excited for when we can party together in the near future. So no matter where you are right now, you can follow along with the songs on this episode on our Spotify playlist called The A-List, 35 dance floor songs that work every time. You can find the link in the description for this episode and make sure on that Spotify playlist to click the heart so you can follow and like it. All right, enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Better Off Wed. I'm Sean. And I'm Pat. And we're twin brothers, DJs, and musicians from the Philadelphia area. And hey, Sean, we have reached 250 weddings over the past four or five years. Awesome. So in light of that, we're going to do something that is super exciting. We're going to do a two-part series here about the A-list. Dance floor songs that work every time. And we're going to go through how many of them, Sean? 35. 35. Man, this was really tough to do, right? It was really tough. So, Sean, can you give everyone kind of the background or basis for this A-list? Sure. It's called the A-list because I was kind of just thinking of it like you're taking a test or a quiz. When we play these songs, they score at least a 93% for getting people on the dance floor or keeping them on the dance floor or bringing people, if there was a lull, bringing more people on the dance floor. So these are songs that when we use them, they pretty much work every time. Yeah. We can be confident. Mm -hmm. Three caveats in this. The first one is that this is not a list of our favorite dance songs necessarily, and it's also not what we think are the best dance songs, although we are kind of biased towards these songs. So yeah. some of them we think are really, really great dance songs. Some of them we just know work really well and they're still good songs. Mm -hmm. So we're, we really aren't putting any songs that we don't think are good on this list. Mm -hmm. But again, these aren't our favorite songs. These are just A-list songs. Second caveat, this also doesn't include line dances or like kind of the kitschier sing-along songs. So like Sweet Caroline's not going to be on here. Cupid Shuffle's not going to be on here. These are dance floor bangers. And then the third caveat is that this is not meant to be a comprehensive list of all wedding dance floor songs or a list of the greatest dance songs of all time. This is just our A-list. When we need to be more confident, we'll throw on one of these songs and they typically bring people back out on the dance floor. Yes. And so when we put these 35 songs together, we decided to do everything in chronological order. And so what we did is we threw all the songs in a playlist and then we whittled it down to 35 and we thought, hmm, what's the best way to go through and talk about these songs? And so we thought, why don't we try it chronologically? And we put it in chronological order, and then we realized every decade had about five to six songs each in it, except for the 2010s. Of course. Because the way that this kind of stuff works is that songs that are newer, a lot of people might request more because they're on our minds. So more songs from the 2010s tend to be requested and part of the wedding dance floor canon in this moment. And that's just how it works. So anyway, 
with the exception of the 2010s, there's about five to six songs in each decade. And it was really kind of fun to see that, that it kind of broke up that way. Yeah. And then we did try to add one or two when we saw there was a little bit of an imbalance, but really it kind of just fell that way. And it's really fun to see that. And so if you want to follow along with all the songs that we're going to talk about, they're going to be in order on the playlist that we have on Spotify called The A-List, 35 Dance Floor Songs That Work Every Time. All right, Pat. I think it's time to uh, jump into these songs. What do you think? This is going to be fun, dude. All right, let's start in the 1960s. The 60s saw one of the biggest changes ever in popular music, Mm -hmm. right? There's so much that happens, especially the British Invasion and Motown. Mm -hmm. Those are like the two big popular culture things that are happening. And when we look at our list, we start in 1961 with Run Around Sue, an early rock and roll doo-wop style Mm -hmm. song. Great tune always gets people on the dance floor, you know, and it oh, reaches yeah. it reaches far back. It really does. And then the second song in 1963, the Beatles' "Twist and Shout." This is the only British Invasion band that made it, right? And this is kind of pre like what we think of as British Invasion mm-hmm. Beatles. Um, it came out in '63. The Beatles kind of hit in '64. The song is still very popular, but it's not one of the songs that you think of as an iconic Beatles song. Also, it's not their song. No, it's an Isley Brothers song. This is song. an Isley Brothers song, which is yeah. a soul rock group, right? So this doesn't even really count as a British Invasion yep. song. You know what I mean? And then number three, 1965, the heart of the 60s, so much happening in that moment is I Can't Help Myself, Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. And, and that song went back and forth for the number one spot with The Birds, a, a rock band, and with The Stones, a rock band. So it's just, it's a, such right. a crazy it's moment. Sa- it's the same year as I Can't Get No Satisfaction, which is a banger. Yeah, and that song was huge. Yep. But it doesn't have dance floor staying power in the same way that these Motown and yes. soul songs yep. did. All right, so number four, Aretha Franklin. Respect. Respect. I mean, come on. Everybody's waiting for R-E-S-B-E-C-T. You know that feeling. I love it. That song is so good. She's obviously one of the best vocalists of all time. And uh, one of the best things about this song is that the song was originally written by Otis Redding. It's kind of weird, like the it was from the perspective of a man saying that you need to respect me because I work. I worked all day. I make all the money. Respect me. Like, it just didn't, it didn't land. Yeah. And then when Aretha sings it, it changes everything. And it's just so powerful and such an amazing song that still stands the test of time today. Mm-hmm especially on wedding dance floors and dance floors in general. For sure. Great tune. Number five, we're kind of breaking our rule that we yeah, said earlier about sing-alongs, but <laughs> this song is still a banger. It's, it's, a, it's a bit of both. I mm-hmm. mean, of course, the, probably the, the best bangers you can sing to, of course, 
Ain't No Mountain High Enough, Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. They sang a bunch of tunes together uh, throughout the 60s, and there's so many good ones. It Takes Two, You're All I Need to Get By, just some great tunes. But Ain't No Mountain High Enough, this song is still so popular. Oh, yeah. And so much fun to get out on the dance floor with your friends. This is one of those, like, towards the end of the night, right? fly it on, and everybody's just loving yes. it. Yes. All right. Those were our five tunes from the 60s. Wrapping that decade up, the main thing is that the songs that really last and are played on dance floors right now... For weddings. For weddings, are early soul and Motown record songs. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. I love it. Great dude. music. I love it. Great songs. Pat, you ready? What do you think of when you think of the 70s? Uh, Disco. Disco. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. You know, disco got such a bad rap, but like we use the influence of disco so much in dance music now. Like just take an EDM song that you listen to, that's a disco song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, I really do love and appreciate disco music. I didn't as much early on in my life, but it took a bit. Now I do. Yeah. So starting in 1970 with Sign Sealed, Delivered, I'm Yours by Stevie Wonder. Perhaps the most quintessential wedding dance floor song of all time. Probably the most used introduction song for people. Right. This song, Love It or Hate It, it's a banger. Mm -hmm. Listen to that bass line. Turn it up right now. It's so good. All right, so that's 1970. There's a big transition happening. Um, Motown music is changing. Soul music is changing. This is still kind of the earlier phase of Motown. And like with Marvin Gaye's What's Going On in the early 70s, that's like things really change. They get more political. Stevie Wonder, of course, is entering the most prolific seven years of his life. So there's a lot happening with soul and and funk and uh, Motown music at that time. The next song on the list, December, Oh What a Night, by mm. Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. Oh, what a night. Late December, back in 63. I have to admit something. I feel really dumb. I didn't realize this song was from the 70s. <laughs> and and not only is it from song? the 70s. No, I thought it was like a, a, like a 60s song. Oh, oh my gosh. It's called 1963. Maybe that's why. Yeah. I'm an idiot. And I can't believe I didn't know that. Yeah. I feel like I know when a lot of songs are from. And this one, for some reason, I didn't know. You know, when we first started, I I have to admit too that I didn't really like this song. Right, when we first started yeah, doing weddings. Yeah, when we first started yeah. doing weddings. And, then, and now I, I've, I've grown to appreciate it. Crazy fact about this song too is that it was re-released. There was a remix re-released in 93. And at the time, this went on for 27 consecutive weeks. In 93 on the hot billboard. 100. It stayed on the hot 100. And for, at the time, wow. combined with its original billboard release, right. it was on the billboard the most out of any other song before that. Because it hit at two different, two different times, times in, in 54 two different weeks. Wow. Yeah. That's More crazy. than a year. 
More than a year. Huh. (laughs) That is a fun fact. That song always brings people out on the dance Mm -hmm. floor. That is like, that's probably a 97%. Um, (laughs) But again, we didn't give them scores. So I'm just making scores up. I'll just make scores up as we go. Um, All right. Number eight, the third song from the 70s that we have, one of the most iconic disco Mm -hmm. songs, Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. 1977 from the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. I mean, at a wedding, you're going to get songs from yeah. that, from Saturday Night Fever. You're going to get Boogie oh, yeah. Shoes you can, and you, other stuff. There's a million you know? songs from that you can play. Yeah. Even just the Bee Gees jams from that album. Have you ever seen Saturday Night Fever? I haven't. Um, I just tell, watched it anyone. recently. Cut that out. <laughs> and that movie is, that movie's fucked up. <laughs> it, like, seriously, it's. It's it's a it's a messed up movie. Yeah. It just makes you feel feel dirty. Like everything that happens in it is like awful. I guess it is a good movie. I don't know. I'm not a movie critic, neither am I. <laughs> but that movie's messed up. The soundtrack though is straight fire. Yeah. All right. Maybe the other most iconic disco song of all time. Mhm. In 1978 and Another one of the most iconic wedding songs. Are we seeing a theme yes, from the 70s? the 70s has two <laughs> of the most iconic wedding dance songs of all time. Yeah. Uh, September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Another love it or hate it song. This is one of the most requested songs, but it's also one of the most do not play songs too. It's yeah. kind of on, besides like line dances and that but stuff. But even though some people might ask to not play it, when you put that on, this is honestly, this is like 99% this mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever played this song and it hasn't worked. Yeah. So later on, we might uh, have a little top five, top 10 list, but who knows? Um, this September, love it or hate it, 99% of the time, yep. the dance floor is just like everybody from all walks of life is like, oh, that song. And now it was on the Trolls soundtrack. Oh, yeah. And, so and it's like little kids want to come. And- my daughter loves that song. She loves it. What does she call it? Oh, my gosh. What is it that she calls it? She calls it like, ah, uh, yeah. yeah. She calls it like, ah, uh, yeah, or something. <laughs> oh, no, that's what she calls it. She calls it, do you remember? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's what she calls it. She calls it, do you remember? <laughs> um, you know what's great? Earth, Wind, and Fire's Christmas album where they yeah. changed the word September to December and they changed the date from the 21st to, to the, the 25th. 25th. Maybe like the corniest thing that you could possibly do, but also I don't it, mind that Christmas it's album. It's the same so that Christmas album. Yeah, there's no... It's there's, the same song. It's the exact same song, just with December in it instead of September and the 25th instead of the 21st. How long can we talk about this song for, Sean? A long time. It's this song a, is so good. It's a great tune. Um, <laughs> love it or hate it. <laughs> Number 10 on the list is Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, Michael Jackson, 1979. This song, um, I actually think it does better than like the most popular Michael Jackson songs. Or Jackson 5 songs. Because this song still lives in like the very groovy disco funk sound as we're pushing to the iconic pop sound and this song you can just mix it so well 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's from like kind of his first solo album where where he was really like this pop icon. Mm-hmm. And it's at a transitional time that we're getting into the 80s pop music. And the last song on the album is actually called Burn This Disco Out. Isn't that funny? Wow. So it's like it really is showing, even though disco goes until the mm-hmm. er, through the early 80s. This is transitional. Mid-80s. This is very transitional. But this song also works, man. Those are our five songs from the 1970s. Signed, Sealed, Delivered, December, Oh What a Night, Staying Alive, September, and Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. And the biggest takeaway is two of the most quintessential wedding songs come from the 70s. And one more thing I wanted to say about the 70s and why these songs are so quintessential, why these songs are so popular at weddings, also has to do with who the parents are of the children getting married. These songs from the 1970s, millennials heard these songs all the time growing up, Mm -hmm. and they're the ones getting married right now. So these songs live in these two generations. They live the children of the 60s and 70s, and they live in the children of the 90s and early 2000s because people getting married right now, their parents played these songs. That's a really good point. And so that, I think, is another reason why songs from the 70s, especially Stevie Wonder and Earth, Wind & Fire, two of the most popular artists of that decade, why these songs have such staying power right in this moment. Mm -hmm. Because you have the solidity of two different generations appreciating the music. This is a really good point. And that changes for the next decade that we're going to get into. We can call this a segue. Yeah. Let's call it a segue. This is a segue. The 1980s, things change. And I would say as millennials, for a long time, this era was kind of a blind spot for me. Mm-hmm. Still kind of is. I, don't, I wouldn't say I know a ton about 80s music. I know way more now than I did 10, 15 sure, years ago. Sure. And I think that has to do with what I was just talking about before. Yeah. Is that millennial children born were born to parents who grew up in the 60s and the 70s. And then the 80s, they were having their kids. Mm-hmm. And they might not have liked the new music that was coming in. Or they were still listening to artists that they had liked from before. Right, that were still creating music yeah. in the 80s. A lot of people were still creating music in yeah. the 80s. And that's a bias that these generations have. And now I think, oh man, there's so much amazing music that was made in the 80s. Like I gotta, li- I gotta listen to more of it, and so like, much that has influenced what we're doing right, right now. Exactly, exactly. And there's so many big artists from the '80s, and just picking these six songs that we did. Again, this is just the A list of songs that everybody wants to dance to when mm-hmm. we put it on. If we need to fill the dance floor, but there is so much amazing dance music from the '80s, especially Prince and Madonna and Cyndi Lauper, like. There's so much amazing dance music that I feel bad because we have to leave yeah. all of the all of those amazing artists out for just these five songs because these five songs or six songs they work pretty much every time on mm-hmm. the dance floor so that's why they're part of our A list but I think they do represent the several movements that were happening at the same time so the 1980s drum machines synth. Hair metal, oh geez, new wave, hip hop, all of these types of music happening at the are same at the time. Forefront. Yeah, yeah. And so, I think that it's really fun to grab 
a bunch of these different mm-hmm. songs because they really they they have all these different streams that they're a part of, and also the rise of MTV and right. a yeah. lot of right. music consumption just mm-hmm. became humongous. All right, so let's talk about the songs. We've got "What I Like About You" by the Romantics. What I like about you, you hold me tight. This song is considered a new wave song. Yeah, it definitely has a throwback sound. This song sounds like it's from the '60s. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like a garage rock song. Um, of course, that's what new wave is. So, uh, this song came out in December of 1979, but it's an '80s song. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they listened to it in the '80s. So. That song, it just always works. People love this song. There's so, something so free and so fun about it. And it pushes forward and it's catchy right. and it's just, it's easy and for it people to get. And it changes things up. It's a, it's a, at a BPM that most songs aren't at. It's at 80. Yes. Most songs yeah. are 100 or 130, 25, but this song is at 80 and it's fast, right? Mm-hmm. It's, got, it's got like a really fun, fast feel to it. So anyway, that's the first song. It's a new wave jam. Works every time. Oh yeah. Next one. I know. I know how you feel right now. Sean. You shook me all night long by ACDC. Love it or hate it. <laughs> I don't know if I love it or hate it, but it's a banger. Sorry. And it also came from Back in Black. Right. And crazy thing about this album, Back in Black. First of all, ACDC, this is, I think, their sixth album. That's crazy. Fifth album. And they had a different lead singer before yeah. who passed away. And then this was the first album with their new lead singer. So it was this kind of like, it's called Back Back in Black, but it's this return for the band. Mm-hmm. And it's seriously like the second highest selling album of all time. That is insane. It's insane. It's right under Thriller. Yeah. According to Wikipedia. It's right under Thriller. It's right under Thriller. Now... Of course, albums sold. People don't buy albums anymore, so I don't know how all of this fits in with other artists. But anyway, before streaming, if we just think of it like that, this album sold 40 million copies. Jeez. And it it's, it's technically a metal album, times. right? It's, it's technically yeah, it a metal album. It's more hard rock metal, but I mean, his singing is definitely more metal. So that kind of represents this, this shift to metal music, over-the-top intense metal music being part of the mainstream. Because we're going to see Guns N' Roses and all these other hair metal, quintessential hair yeah. metal bands really rise into power for pop music. Pat, you want to talk about the next one? All right, next song, Come On Eileen, Dexie's Midnight Runners, 1984. Come on, Eileen, oh, I swear, I So this song, I mean, it's it's just fun. It's so fun. The end of it is just the... Who doesn't want to sing the two laws? You want to clap too. I mean, right. this song just gets people moving. I don't know what it is about it. It just, it really grabs people. It's like, right. oh, that song's on. That first, like the first yeah, thing you it hear. It works every time. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's such a dynamic song because it speeds up and slows down, mm-hmm. but still... I think it starts in the hundreds and then ends in like yeah, 125. It starts at BPM. like 105 and then it goes up to like 120-ish. But anyway, this song also represents the new wave influence. And, and they're a UK band. They're an Irish band. And this was the only big song they had in the States. Yeah. They had another song, which was number one in the UK. But this song technically is a one-hit wonder, but one-hit wonder status, whatever. 
Um, <laughs> they're they're a great band, and this song always works on the dance yeah. floor. And what what else did this do? It also kept Michael Jackson out of the number one spot. It did. Yeah, I think it kept. Uh, I think it was Beat It or Billie Jean, like one of the biggest yeah songs from Thriller. So that's yeah, funny. I know it is funny. That just shows you how popular it was. It really like people love it. Yeah. All right, number 14, It's Tricky by Run DMC. This is the biggest cultural shift Absolutely. of the 80s, is this new form of music called hip-hop. And Run DMC, these guys are the ones who really helped to make it popular. And they, they use drum machines. Right. Instead of having a band behind yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was, you know, Sugar Hill Gang was really popular in the early 80s, late 70s, but they still had a band behind them that they were rapping to. This was a cultural shift, part of the cultural shift of hip-hop groups that had heavy drum machine sounds, and they were rapping to it. And that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. People thought it was crazy that they would just be rapping to these kind of bare tracks behind them instead of like a like a funk soul band behind them but obviously they were wrong <laughs> <laughs> and run dmc also uh, projected hip hop into mainstream culture and pop culture with their collaboration walk this way with aerosmith and that album raising hell had my adidas walk this way and it's tricky dude that's just like it's wild. Cra- it's wild what a, what a crazy amazing album it's tricky is Definitely on the A list. When we put that on every time, you just hear that first line, or you just hear that it's tricky to rock around. It's so good. Brings them all out. Brings brings them all out. Young and old. That's 1986. Man, it's crazy. They were just so revolutionary. All right. Number 15. I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston. The year we were born, Sean. This perhaps is the third most quintessential wedding dance song. Sure. And Whitney Houston as an artist is part of the big movement that was happening in the 80s too. Everything's just so big in the 80s. Of pop icons and this idea that these pop icons are bigger than anything. So especially with female pop icons Mm -hmm. like Madonna and Cyndi Lauper and Whitney Houston among them. It was such a big change the way that these pop icons were, especially with Prince and Michael Jackson too. Like between the five of those artists, the 80s really showed what this stardom could do, what these artists could achieve, selling so many records, making so much popular music. So this song, I Want to Dance with Somebody, it really kind of represents that part of the era, the big pop icon. All right, and then we have one more song. Yeah, for the for the eighties, nineteen eighty eight. It takes two. Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. I feel like I had a little bit of influence on adding this one. It's fine. I don't know why. It's just one of my favorite songs for the dance floor. The sample in that is just iconic, and I mean, it's been used in so many different songs. Mm-hmm. But this song didn't really do that well 
as far as you know, top Billboard songs, it only reached number thirty six in the U.S. Hmm. But for some reason, it just stayed. It's it stayed in weddings, and I mean, it's called "It Takes Two, so it's a very you know, it's right. a very it's a love song. wedding weddingish love song name. But it's just an awesome song to keep the dance floor flowing and to keep it going. And you can mix it with anything. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of those songs you mix it with anything, and it's just so infectious and so much fun. It's an amazing hip hop. There's something song. about that sample, that high yeah. that high voice sample that's just and that first line. I want to rock right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not bass like it's a party song. Yeah, right? yeah. It's just so good. It really is, and people come out for it. People love it. Mm-hmm. It's a great tune. Pat, that wraps up part one, the first three decades. Hey, Sean, did you have fun? That was so much fun. I know. I know you had fun. I could talk about this stuff all day. Stay tuned for part two. We're going to go through the 90s, the 2000s, and the 2010s. We know that there's probably a lot of songs missing that you think are wedding floor bangers. And you know what? Hit us up. Let us know what songs you think should definitely be on the list. Remember, this isn't a comprehensive list of all the best wedding dance songs. This is just songs that always work for us. This Mm -hmm. is our A-plus list. Keep that in mind. But what other songs do you think are A-plus songs? What songs do you think work all the time that we missed here? And if you want to tell us or something else, just click the link in the description for this episode and you can leave us a message. And also, if you want to follow along with the list, head over to our Spotify profile and make sure you're following the playlist, the A-list, 35 Dance Floor Songs at Work Every Time. And we'll also have a blog post for it. You can follow along with the whole list there. Yes. So much fun. Oh my gosh, dude. I, I, I could do this every day. I know. And make sure you follow us on Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you can find us. And thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. We love you. We love you.